Good morning, party people. It is Monday. We are now in spring. Thank goodness. I am not somebody who likes the winter unless I'm watching a Hallmark movie. So welcome to Disrupt You. My name is Lachey Mathis and I am one of your hosts. And today I will be joined by the same person I enjoyed every Monday on this podcast, but he needs a great introduction. The one and only... This is Cyborg, who got much more recognition in the new Snyder <laughs> Cut of the Justice League movie. I just want to say, Cyborg got a lot more attention in this in this Snyder Cut. If you joined us last week, he also doubled as Megan the Stallion. So um, today, who I really have joining us is Dr. Dustin York. <laughs> um, Dustin, how are you today? Besides hilarious, you know what? I'm doing fantastic. You know, there's good energy in the air. I feel like. We're right at the edge of, in a couple months, we're going to be traveling and wilding out. I'm just, I'm keeping a positive energy in the world. Where are you hoping to travel and wild out to? Oh, Lachey, you know I have my Disney World booked and (laughs) planned. I am ready to go see the mouse. Okay, this is not an ad, but tell everybody who's not a Disney person why you are a Disney person. I'm a Disney person. I don't I'm not even taking shots. I, don't, I haven't even seen all the Disney movies. I like the <laughs> Disney World environment. Two reasons. One, I'm a dad and it's like perfect there, right? Mm-hmm. There's no security issues. I don't have to keep my head on a swivel as much like another place. Like <laughs> I don't have to do that dad thing as much. And then two, right. there's no stress of like what you're going to do. Like there's a lot of planning beforehand, but once you get there, like you just, it's all planned already. So I like I the, no, no stress and planning and everyone looking at you to say, hey, what are we doing now? I get that. I am also a Disney person, not a parent. Um, not no worries, no worries with the mom swivel. It's just that I love Disney because I just feel like it literally is just like escape. You're like, I feel like the most excited thing that are happening is like, okay, where is my next snack? What's my next ride? And like, what characters am I casually bumping into? Like, that's the kind of energy I feel like I need. So I agree. I cannot wait to go back to Disney. It's been a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I feel that I'm excited. Okay. So today I want to dive into a little bit of everything. Before we get started on our big topics, I want to ask you, like, what are three things as an adult? Like, I know, like, the Gen Z thing is like, oh, millennials complain about adulting right now. So what is a couple, like, adulting 101 things that you're like, man, no, I had no idea this was coming. Like, (laughs) yeah, I like that. I had no idea this. Oh, I mean, taxes is one. (laughs) Taxes Uh, one for everybody. And understanding the the different intricacies of tax, yep. I think that's one. I think the amount of bills you have, I think that is one. Yep. <laughs> this time of year when you go like <laughs> HOA bills and different insurances, when I think mm-hmm. get your bills, those, oh, here's a big one. Credit cards aren't bad. I grew up, okay. thinking, I, I never had a credit card, right? I was, like, I was oh, just thinking that. Yeah, yes. No, they're good. It increases your credit. You get points. Just set yes. it up to auto pay at the end of every month so you don't pay interest, but you get points. Right. You get free money. You yep. get increase your, your credit score. What do you think? What's your three? Uh, credit cards, my number one. I thought credit cards were here to do the devil's work. I think it's because when you see like people that are like, I'm in massive amounts of credit card debt. Absolutely. Right. Like, let's not like buy a brand new car on your credit card. Um, but definitely credit cards. Also, um, that it's not that I was like super surprised about, but that your life isn't on a timeline once you graduate, right? So when you're in, once you're going through grade school, high school, middle school, college, whatever, 
you graduate, it's not like, and your life has to look like this now, right? Like some people never get married. Some people get married at 40. Some people get married at 20. Like that piece, what do you go to, to like what your career looks like? Do you continue going to school? If you're like, ah, oh, yeah, this is my degree. That's it. I'm stuck. And it's like, I, I have a student who's like, I think like in his late thirties, who's like, no, I'm coming back to school to be a doctor now. And I was like, yes, you better work. You better go. Like, I think people think that your life has to be on a timeline rather than be on a compass. And I think mm, that um, I'm not as organized and as clean as I thought I was. <laughs> My mom listens right. to this podcast and she's like, mm-hmm, I'm sure I knew that. Like, but I have a lot of stuff you guys can't see right now, but I have like these big old three zero balloons for my birthday a couple weeks ago. They won't deflate and I don't care. They're beautiful. I'm not getting rid of them. So I just think like I'm a keeper of stuff because I believe that like everything is going to come back on purpose and I'm, I'm going to need it. I'm not a hoarder. Neither I'm not a hoarder. I'm prepared. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> I'm making a, a note that for your 31st birthday, a Roomba is what you're saying. You don't want to do it. Let's let the robots do it for you. Um, I can get down with that. Actually, my new theory is with everything. If I'm like, oh, I'm just going to register for that. If I'm like, there's like something at the store that I want. I'm like, I'll just register for that. Even if it's not something you would normally register for. <laughs> like Colby was like, look at this beard kit. And I was like, we'll register for it. Like, <laughs> so, for all the things. Yes. I'm treasuring for all the things. So anyways, just want to, you know, get some of your hot takes on, you know, adulting things and maybe see how other people felt about that. But today you want to talk about, uh, our favorite. Google moving and grooving. What is happening in the world of Google and why should higher ed be concerned? Lachey, every university in the world needs to be worried right now. And the the canary in the coal mine, it's not the first one, but you got to pay attention. The new Google certificates, $39 subscription-based. You can do as Mm. much as you want for the $39 a month. Now, this isn't a new model. WGU has the same model. Other, the subscription model isn't new. Okay. But this idea of Google saying it's equivalent to a bachelor's degree for them. Wow. For only them, right? So if you want to get a mm-hmm. job at Google, these certificates are equivalent to about, now that's only them. I don't think that's scaling necessarily. I don't think that is going to be <laughs> right. Big. But what I see, like, again, I'm registered for the UX one. There's a okay. whole certificate program. They say it takes, I think, four to six months. But if you mm-hmm. you can hurry through, right? Obviously, you can do it in your time. Um, UX certificate is a game changer. And Lachey, what, I'd love to hear your thoughts, right? If yeah. you are interested in a master's degree mm-hmm. or upskilling your skill set, right? Yep. You have a bachelor's degree. You've been in your co- your company and your work for five, eight, ten years. You say, "Okay, I'm ready to upskill." Right? I want to learn some things that weren't around when I went and got my bachelor's degree. Right? Right. UX, for example. Yep. Um, there's a project management one that's really good that Google's. Right. You got to think. Do I want? To get a full master's degree, you know, 30 plus hours, right? right? Or $39 a month, I could maybe finish in one month, maybe it'll be four months. I'm going to get this certificate with Google Mm -hmm. branding about UX. You think Google knows about UX? Yeah, (laughs) I mean, just like probably a little bit, a little something, something. Yeah. What (laughs) what, What would be going through your mind when you had, if you had to make that decision? Um, I mean, obviously I'm in my master's right now and- um, I am not knocking my master's by any means. I do love my master's really enjoying, you know, getting it, learning, et cetera. But I would say that there are days 
I mean, right now I'm working two jobs. We're hosting this podcast. I'm planning a wedding and going to grad school on top of just other life things now that the world is opening back up. So there are times that I'm like, yeah, I can get down with a four month program. <laughs> like, um, I think also too, what's nice about Google um, and like, I'm very fortunate that my master's program is, is full of faculty that are constantly like what's next in the world, like let's stay up to date, like, mm-hmm. but not every program is like that. And so we're looking at a program like, like a Google, um, they, they're current on what's happening, right? They know what's happening. They're, they're where everybody is hubbed at, right? Them, like them and Facebook and a couple other people know in like Apple, like they all know what's going on in real time. And so what's really nice about that is like, there's no like, oh, is this like outdated? Like, again, like mm-hmm. I'm very fortunate. My program is not like that. But like, there's a lot of programs where you're like, that professor like is talking about like, like maybe like something you're like, wait, that doesn't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, 100%. and that like, and like, and you're like, oh, like that's, that's so out of touch. And, and there's some, obviously some, like, that's like people that are like, you know, like older professors, like don't, like they know plenty of stuff. It's just like, it might be learned in a different way now. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that has a really cool benefit too, is that it's moving so quickly which is exciting, but also can be like a little bit terrifying. Um, but yeah, so then I think that that is, a, I think it's a great option um, to, for people, especially like a lot of people get going to get their master's when they're older, when they have less time than when they were in their undergrad. So I'm down with it. I like it. And let's say, you know, I'm a, I'm a believer in something, in an unpopular thing to say. <clears throat> in the unpopular things, my Dustin, he's going to say some stuff you might not like, but it's okay. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. <laughs> um, that we, we're in a caste system. The United States is a caste yep. system. We don't like to say that, but it's on proven education. And when you say a master's degree, I mean, that's a life changing mm-hmm. decision, right? You got to yep. say, I got to put things in order. Maybe next year's when I start it. Maybe three years is when I start it. Like mm-hmm. it's life changing. And yep. it's fantastic for those that, that you're interested in that master's. It's literally life changing, career changing, yep. life changing. But let's say you're not ready for that big of a thing, or you have your master's already and 10 years mm-hmm. go by and you're ready for another. And you think, I want to take just one class. Right. You could go to any university and take one class here and there. But you know that one class fits into a system of mm-hmm. many classes, right? Right. You do yeah. something like this. I'm not saying it's Google. I'm sure Amazon's going to come out with something. I'm Many universities 100%. are coming out with their own micro-credentialing. Right. That's not a new mm-hmm. thing. That's kind of trending upward. You say, hey, I'm going to go and do just one class this year. I don't right. need to wait three years. This is going to be right. one month of my time. Mm-hmm. I, don't have, I don't have to change my whole life around this. I think that, yeah. I, that idea of we're no longer going to be, this is my time for bachelor's degree. A couple of years later, I'm going to do my master's for these two years. No, it's right. like, I'm going to do one thing probably a year, maybe right. in March this year, in June the next year. It's just something constantly small. Right. And I'm even looking at the website right now for grow with Google and just seeing even like the, the free Google trainings that they're offering, um, like use YouTube, to grow your business. Like a lot of people are, since I'm in my Stratcom program, I've got the option to do like work with businesses that, um, as projects, which I think is like so important is mm-hmm. doing projects for your classes that are focused on actual businesses, not just like, here's this mega company I did a proposal for that nobody's going to hear or see. Like, so I try to be very intentional, like my professors make me. And like a lot of people are afraid to like get into something now, like, nope, it's too late. I missed the YouTube boat. 
I missed, I missed the TikTok. I missed Instagram. Like it's too late. And like, I won't, I won't even look at businesses sometimes that don't have a social media presence. Cause I'm like, what's going on? I don't trust that, which again, we've talked about before. A social media isn't like always the most authentic, but I'm like, Hey, they're out there. <laughs> so, but looking at these free classes, like I think that any, it gives anybody the opportunity to be like, I'm going to put myself out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to learn this new skill. Like it's like jumpstart your career at IT. Like, I'm not saying you need to be like, you know, out here, like, like I'm going to run a new IT firm. I mean, maybe if you want to, I'm here for it. But I think there's a lot of really great opportunities for people to grow and diversify their portfolio. Because I think sometimes it feels like once you are in your job, you're like, okay, this is what I bring to the table. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like sometimes people feel like they're stuck and they can't bring anything else to the table. And I'm like, no, nah, girl, get that spoon, get that bowl, whatever you want to do. I'm really in this kitchen theme right now. You're welcome. I love it. All right. <laughs> so let's say big question to end this conversation before the new yes. next one. The question, should universities be worried? Yes. yes. I, oh, I, I believe yes. Uh, unpopular opinion added by LaShay Mathis. Um, <laughs> um, I believe universities should be worried because we're not like, regardless of if it's a little bit of this girl with Google, if it's a little bit of what we've seen in 2020, I think in general, universities are probably like, okay, either we like move forward, we stand still, who moves forward first? Like, and I think in general, they should probably be worried, but I think keeping this big piece in mind as well, like the older, the older I get, the more I'm watching more students come through the process of college and you and I were like, oh my gosh, I want that four-year traditional experience. Students like, I need to get my degree and get out to be working. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> I hear that. I hear that. You know, want to make our money, want to be independent. But people need things that work for them. Mm-hmm. And we've we've now shown them, hey, we can make that an option. But it doesn't mean that we're going to, but we can. And so now they're like, oh wait, somebody can make it an option. And I like that. So yeah, I think probably universities should be worried. <sighs> Time to move and groove. I love it. Let's move, right? That's the big, big takeaway. Move on it, right? What I, I'm going to guess that you, I, I mean, it is like your big topic. So I'm going to guess that you think, yes, universities should be worried. 100%. <laughs> and not, I think the big thing, I mean, obviously, yes, but not just be worried for doomsday. Just move. You mm-hmm. you have the opportunity. You have the upper hand. Mm-hmm. People try, you have more authority. You have the expertise right. that Google does not have. Like you right. are ahead of them. Now, right. I'm not going to say it's going to be the same in 10 years if you stay the same today, though. Right. <laughs> if you stay no, the same sure. today, no, you will get passed up in 10 years. Right. But you already yeah. have the first mover advantage. You have the experience. You have the authority behind this. Move now, universities. Yep. Move now. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm here for it. Great. I like it. That transitions perfectly into what I want to talk about today is now that we are moving and things are changing and people are like, yeah, I like work for a place in Connecticut, but I live in Missouri or like I live in Texas and I'm working for a place in Minnesota. Like we have now been able to show people that a work from home is doable. A lot of companies were like, no, sorry, Dustin, like you can't work from home, not possible. And now everybody's like, I'm never going back to work five days a week. Um, what are your thoughts? Like, are you, how do you feel? I was like, okay, Dustin, next month, COVID is, COVID is gone. Everyone is healthy. We're moving forward. You have to come back to work, your regular schedule. How are you feeling about that? 
I would say, dear Lord, yes. <laughs> yes, thank you. Now, Lachey, there's a lot of positives, right? I'm not going to, a lot of positives of remote no. work, commuting, lunches are cheaper, right? Yes. Work-life balance, you got more time at home yep. to do your things, right? Yep. 100%. I, th- I do think <clears throat> that depending on the individual, then there's a lot of negatives, right? There's mm-hmm. a lot of negatives for certain people more than others as well. Yep. I think so depending on where you are, what your career is, where you are in your career, mm-hmm. early versus mid versus late, um, yeah. it has the negatives way outweigh the positives. Yeah. Not everyone, think, though. not everyone. Yeah, I think everyone's really focused. I mean, we work in higher ed. So if you don't work in higher ed and you're like, I work for corporate America, I, this is a different experience than mine. Totally understand. Um, but for us, we've been really focused on like, how is this affecting students? Um, and we, we've already made it very clear we think the negative impacts the students are in the sense of community and teamwork and making friends and things like that. But I feel the same way for employees. I know that some people are like, I, like you said, it's, it's easier. It's um, a shorter commute or no commute or like the commute from like my bedroom to my office. Like, so um I, I hear that too, but I also will say like, there's days where I'm just like, oh, I feel bummed. And like, I couldn't put my finger on why I feel bummed. For those of you who don't know, I work on a, t- a strong team of like 15. Um, and we are just a really tight knit group. And like during really hectic seasons, we get to get around and work around like a big conference table. We call it our living room. And that's where we work. And since the pandemic hit, we haven't had that. We've done like a virtual living room but like usually like there's snacks that we're sharing and it's just like, even in high stress times, like we still like are laughing. And one time we were playing, like we had like a movie playing and we were having our snacks and like laughing. And like, it's like, I know it sounds like very basic, but like I miss those moments and it, and it gets hard sometimes when you're just like, Oh yeah, I'm just, I'm here by myself again. Like, so I too am really looking forward to it. I'm worried about the, I, I want people to be able to work from home. I think there's like a, like a t- huge, a huge benefit for it, but I am worried about like, what does it look like for a company's like team dynamic moving forward? Like mm-hmm. when you hire new people, are they going to feel the same sense of community they felt before? And I know there's people that were hired during the middle of the pandemic. I have a friend who was hired six days before the pandemic and then everybody went home and he was like, okay, thank you. It was nice to meet everybody. Bye. Like, and he's still working for them and he's doing great and he's liking it. But like, he's not like, you know, I, I'm not, everyone's like you and I, like everyone is not, let me just throw myself into the situation. Hello, I am Dustin, I am Lachey. And so I am a little concerned about that. So what are some things that maybe you have seen or, or thought of or whatever that you're like, oh, this has really helped with our team camaraderie that was not the traditional, like, maybe, I mean, I've seen like a few Zoom happy hours, of course. Is there anything non-traditional that you're like, oh, I really liked this. I'm really looking forward to this. Yeah. I mean, for the, on the corporate side, it is tough. Like for, you're talking Mm -hmm. about like the staff employee side. Yeah. I think it's tough. I think you have to figure out how to have a virtual community, which is, Mm -hmm. is no one has perfected. ASU is doing something kind of interesting with virtual community. Um, I think leaning to that, we, within our program, we can lean to like things like Slack and other Mm -hmm. areas can help with that. But yeah, it's, I don't think there is a one size fits all kind of approach. Yeah. I'd, I'd love to hear, Lachey, what do you think? I mean, because you even brought it up. I mean, Lachey, you're on the extent of, uh, you know, extrovert, right? Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Some others may be listening and saying, I'm not Lachey. I actually They're like, like I, yeah, like I, I like, like Lachey and I, I miss her, but I don't miss being at the table. Right? <laughs> what do you say about to the, you know, with that spectrum of extrovert, introvert, how people are comfortable working? Yeah. And I think, I think our, and that's a great point. Like, I think our office um, and like my leadership team has done a really great job with meeting people where they're at right now. Some people like, I mean, people are still coming into the office on certain days. Um, but I think whenever we talk about like, what, what does the future of our office look like? They're asking our opinion. They're like, Hey, like, what do you need? And I'm like, even for the introverted people, I'm like, yeah, what I, I, I want, I want us to get together. Like, I totally, I totally hear why they're, where they're like, mm, I'm okay. Thank you. Um, but I, I don't know, for me, I know I'm all about convenience, whether that's like having my groceries delivered or like having a Roomba vacuum my floors. But I don't know, I would just, I, I think for our team, I think sometimes like we need to put like our hands into the circle and like be like baloney ponies on three, one, two, three, baloney ponies. Like we need that camaraderie, not all the time. And I understand that. Like, I'm not saying every single person be in the office, sit at the table, talk to everybody. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying like, for me, every single person's energy on our team matters, whether it's like, they're there, they're present, they share like some really golden nuggets of ideas, as opposed to me, who's like, let me tell you every thought I've ever thought today, la la la. Like, so for me, I think that we, we all will have to come together and people that are introverts are like, oh, Lachey. And maybe they're not, maybe they're like, you know what? I can do once, one Friday a month for you. That's fine. I'll see you on that one Friday. (laughs) (laughs) So that's how I feel about it at least. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm also a little introverted now. Now the pandemic's hit, I'm still an extrovert, but like I have to, like I genuinely have to think about like how I need to recharge right now. Like I'm doing too much. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, is that because I'm old now? Just kidding. I'm 30, flirty and thriving doesn't mean I'm old. Um, so is it the pandemic or is it just getting older? I don't know. Yeah, I hear you. So, I hear you. And go ahead. And I think the looking at this, you know, remote understanding right i think we're kind of general on mm-hmm. the the negatives associated too because i think you know making those super parents says hey it is a good thing that we're going back <laughs> right there right. are good things to go back because you play this out remote scaling remote is not necessarily good things like look at you say someone just started right mm-hmm. in your apartment early entry level positions I would say never take a remote position unless you have to, like you're caring right. for a significant other or a mother, you're mm-hmm. caring for someone. Never. Lachey, you can't say someone remote is going to be promoted at the same way. Someone that's getting their face seen, they're right. after meetings like that person. Right. And here's the other right. thing, right? Say Lachey, you want to work remote because you can move to, I don't know, a lake, right? And right. it's a beautiful view. Yep. You can move to that lake. The company can easily move that position to Mississippi that has a much lower cost of living. We have to pay Mm -hmm. those people less because the cost of living is less. We can move that some positions to other parts of the world that if if you're moving, right? So I think too many people think I have the power now. Mm -hmm. Ah, Businesses like the idea of you being able to go somewhere else because I don't have to pay you as much. Right. Leave New York City, go to Mississippi. We're going to cut your salary. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, that's real. Game recognizes game. So I don't know. I think I'm interested to see what happens. I think if you're like still like stuck in a Zoom space and you're like, I can't have one more Zoom happy hour. Uh, we did a Zoom scavenger hunt 
where I made a list for people. They had to like get up and like run around their houses to find stuff. And like, that was something small and fun to start a meeting with. So if you're like, I need something small and fun to start, that is it. Just like make people like find like a piece of clothing that still has a tag on it. Um, uh, the same condiment as somebody else. Like, so that's always a fun activity too. If you're like, I need something else to do, but if for some reason I'm like really vibing like a mini golf or something for my team. I don't know. I think that would be fun. It's getting warmer. I just want to go mini golfing everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is all we have for t- big news. Everybody next week is our last episode for season one. What, what season one, one, one is going to have one more episode. Yeah. Yeah. So we cannot wait to see you. Well, we don't really see you, but we can't wait for you to listen to us next week when we do our last episode. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll talk to you later.